0: You know we were also like I was just so so fucking stubborn honestly right and like the problem like that that I noticed in the in the industry like then about prefab is that like you know everyone would would you know other other companies like would launch a prefab product and it'd be like vaporware like yeah. you know they would never they would never ship <laughs> right and you yep. know, would cover all these like different, you know, publications would like cover these like incredible looking prefat products, but then you'd never you'd ne- they'd never see the light of day, right? <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, if we if we launch this, like we will, we will there's no way we're not gonna ship it.
1: Welcome to Behind the Stays, a podcast that shares the stories behind your favorite Airbnbs and the hosts who've made them memorable. Behind the Stays is brought to you by Spontaneous, a free weekly newsletter that brings you a carefully curated list of last-minute deals and upcoming steals on Airbnb. Sign up at sponstaneous.com. I'm your host, Zach Cruz. Enjoy the show. Hey friend, so I wanna get real with you for just a quick second here, okay? So my wife and I decided it was time to take a risk and for me to leave my day job as head of growth at a marketing agency and go all in on Spontaneous and the Behind the Stays podcast. This is both incredibly exciting and also terrifying. Um, It's exciting because it means I'll have way more time to make the show better and to spin up new products and services designed to help you grow your hospitality brands and short-term rental businesses. And it's terrifying because I'm saying goodbye to a nice paycheck and health benefits and 401k match and yada yada oh and did i mention that we just had a kid who's just two months old yeah, it's been, a, it's been an exciting time. Okay, so here's here's the ask, all right? In order to grow the show and increase the value of the content we create, we need the support of our advertising partners. Now, trust me, I know how tempting it is to just skip through podcast ads. I feel you, and I'm a culprit too, okay? But it would mean the world to me if you could take just 60 seconds to write an email to the guesty team or DM them on social media and just thank them for being a behind the stage sponsor. Perhaps you have a PMS system already, or perhaps your short-term rental business is just getting started and you don't need one of the dozens of incredible features and offers that their software provides. And that's all A-OK, but if you just take a quick second to thank them for being a sponsor on the show, what you're really doing is you're really saying, hey, I like the show, thank you for helping it continue, and thank you for making Zach uh, be able to spend more time making the show even better for us. So this will also just help uh, prove to my wife that this quote unquote podcasting thing can be more than just a hobby. So if you don't mind pausing the episode that you're listening to right now and scrolling down to the show notes to find Guesty's social handles and their marketing team's email address and shooting them just a quick message, thanking them for advertising on the Behind the Stays podcast, I would be so grateful. All right, folks. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Now on to the show. In just a moment, you'll meet Michael Romanovich, the founder and CEO of Den Outdoors. Mike is a software designer by trade, but has always had a love for the natural world. So when he wasn't busy leading the product team at Conductor, which was a content marketing platform owned by WeWork, Mike was tinkering with some designs for a minimalist but beautiful cabin that he could build in the woods one day. After sharing his designs with some buddies and seeing their positive reactions, he thought that there might be an opportunity to sell these plans to others. And, well, an opportunity there sure was. Tune in to hear the inspiring story of how Mike bootstrapped Den Outdoors to seven figures of revenue, how Instagram fueled Den's growth and inspired Mike to leave his day job, how he landed Jimmy Kimmel as an angel investor, and the exciting new offerings that Den is building for the next generation of builders and hospitality entrepreneurs. All right, without further ado, get ready to meet Mike. alrighty sir we are live Mike how are you doing fresh off a flight from Buenos Aires
0: this is true um, Zach I was telling you before before we hopped in uh, yeah just flew in from Buenos Aires this morning um, here in Philadelphia um, and a red-eye flight back from South America is actually a restful night's sleep compared to uh, spending a night with the two and four-year-olds that I'm <laughs> about to roll into uh, now that I'm back feel so, wow. I feel remarkably refreshed, uh, for having been on a red eye
1: dude. Wow. Dang. I guess, uh, yeah, I, I guess I have that to look forward to, right. I, I, I always avoid red eyes. Cause I'm like, I, I'm like a total shit the next day. Like I can't do anything, but Hey, now that I also have a young son, maybe I'm going to, maybe I'm going to, you know, intentionally book the red eye just so I can get some shut eye.
0: <laughs> dude, Exactly. That neck pillow and you are going to have a, a great time nice, uh, dude. on that flight.
1: I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Um, was it for, was it trip for work or for fun?
0: Uh, it was for, for fun actually. Um, spent a bunch of time in Patagonia. Um, you know, the CEO and founder of Dan outdoors occasionally has to put the outdoors in Dan outdoors. So (laughs) did a bunch of, did a bunch of hiking. Um, uh, and yeah, had a great time. a, a, A lot of steak uh argentinians love steak but they do you picanha know, it, right
1: picanha is like the the cut that they use that they make or whatever no Maybe. i'm
0: not sure but yeah uh but you know steak and roasted vegetables is like a pretty clean meal yeah uh, you can do it a couple times a week if you're down there yeah
1: i've uh, i've actually so, so for some reason i have like four argentine friends that all live in the states and every time i go to their house like we have like picanha which is uh why I, I know that. But I've never been to Buenos Aires. It's, it's on my list. So um I'll, I'll have to find a way to, to make it out there soon because I've only heard good things. Um, But dude, I'm pumped for this conversation because you, as you just mentioned, you're the CEO and founder of Den Outdoors. This is a company that actually I first stumbled upon on Instagram of all places. And which you probably actually hear a lot, right? It's like you guys have these like r- ridiculously beautiful um cabins and, and uh, uh, modern builds. And I, I really have been curious to hear the story behind den outdoors because again besides stalking you guys on instagram and a quick call that we had a couple weeks ago i don't really know the story so take us back to the the beginning of of den outdoors
0: yeah sure um i mean this this goes back a couple years now honestly like about like four or four or five years and you know like i'm i'm a software designer and uh like a product guy by by trade right? okay i've spent like you know the better part of 15 years working in the tech industry and you know after after doing that for a long time you know i definitely got to a point where i was kind of scratching my head and i was like oh man i've designed like a lot of like virtual and kind of ethereal products um but what do i have to show for it right mm-hmm. and I this like kind of existential dilemma um that i i wanted to fill with like with you know building a cabin right yeah um huh. i was like hey this is, a, this is a tangible product it occupies space you know I'll, I'll be able to stand inside of it hang out in it uh and i've always been into the outdoors right mm. so well, the idea of building a cabin in the woods um was like the perfect solution to that to that issue that i was facing right and you know <clears throat> i i I talked with like anyone and everybody like who would give me some time um, to kind of help me think through like how to do it. And, you know, uh, talked with a bunch of architects, engineers, builders. And I was also like really um, surprised, honestly, like by the cost and complexity of the project. And, you know, as a software designer, you're like, well, I'm used to like complex application logic and like big data sets and like thinking through like how all of these like you know interfaces work together, right? And I was like, that should be like a good testing ground for this. And then I was like, damn, it's it's still really fucking hard to build a cabin. (laughs) Uh, And and expensive, right? And, you know, and I, I obviously wanted to make it as simple as possible for myself and as cost effective as possible. And you know, ended up um, you know, instead of like hiring like a traditional firm uh, to help me, you know, design it. Like I, I, I've always been good with software and 3D modeling, so I designed the cabin myself and um, worked with a structural engineer uh, to create a, a com- you know set of construction drawings and really like GC the project myself and you know worked with two really talented carpenters. You know, one for like the outside of the build, one for the inside. Worked with uh, electrical trade. Um, uh, I did all the plumbing, huh. uh, believe it or not. I didn't know that I was a good plumber, but I found that <laughs> in the project. And, you know, I think, like, for me, like, the the magic moment, like, in the early days of Den was really just, like, standing inside of the cabin for the first time and, like, realizing that, like, only a few months prior, you know, that, like, lived as, like, a 3D model on my computer. Huh. And, like, it was it was so, like, fulfilling for me, right? To, like to have that moment and that realization. And I was, like, I was like, wow, this is incredible. Like, I really love, you know, impacting the built world in yeah. a way that, you know, I didn't fully realize before, right? Um, and, you know, while I was, you know, finishing out the construction of that cabin, you know, I didn't really have like a ton of, I didn't have commercial intent around like starting a company, hmm. but I was like, maybe I can... Maybe I can help other people do this, yeah. right? Like that was the motivation. And yeah. like I had stumbled on this workflow of, you know, working with structural engineers to kind of create these assets and, you know, I'd already like put together like all of these material lists and product lists for this one cabin. So, I was like, "Oh, well, I'm going to I'm going to like launch at that point like a side project." Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, it was called something else. It was actually called Meet Walden, right? Like that was like what we went to market <laughs> Meet with. Meet Walden. And, me Walden. That was it. That was the early, that was the proto, proto, you know, version of Dan, right? Okay. Was Walden. Was Walden. Yeah. And, you know, uh, started an Instagram, you know, like launched like two, two different designs, like two plans. And in the early days, it took me like three different versions of the website before, like, before I got my first sale. Huh. And I was like, "This is this is harder than I thought it would be." Also, right?
1: Um, and sorry, and it was and just, and you were just selling the plans at this juncture, right?
0: Just selling the, just plans. the plans, yeah. Okay. There was like a small, it was like a tiny house, and then like a slightly larger tiny house, okay. right? And like one was ninety nine dollars, and then the other one was one hundred and forty nine dollars, okay. right? And, uh, and you know that was like really, it was kind of like a market, uh, you know, market test, right? Um, to see like what would happen and you know, in the early days, we also got really lucky, you know, like there's a couple of Instagram influencers that like bought the designs and built them. And, you know, we started to kind of build early traction. Um, and, you know, we had like a couple, couple thousand followers at at, at that point. And, um, you know, we went from like, yeah, just like sales happening here and there to kind of a little bit more frequently And all of this was happening, like, while I was working uh, for a WeWork company, right? This is, like, truly, like, side projects, right? And I was like, like, oh, man, if this side project helps me, like, pay some of my mortgage, I'm like, this is going to be incredible, you know? Like, I'll be, like, you know, mission complete, right? Like, and then what started happening, like, in parallel, right, is, you know, WeWork attempted, you know, their IPO, like, the first time. And sorry, sorry, just like went out.
1: Mike, just to back up a little bit here. So you worked for a company called Conductor, right? Which was then acquired by WeWork. Is that is that correct? So,
0: so yes. So Conductor Conductor is a a marketing technology platform that focuses on you know SEO and content marketing. Okay. Yeah. And um, I I started working with that business. right after they had been acquired by, okay. by WeWork. Got it, okay, um, okay. To help kind of build out the product team, right? Um, and, you know, because they were part of this, you know, WeWork family of companies, right? Like, you know, everyone was like tied to like, to what was happening, you know, to to the parent company, you know, when they were attempting to IPO, right? Sure. And, you know, that was like a really uh, fascinating experience, right, to like be on the inside of yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I have so many questions. We could have a whole interview just on that. (laughs) The craziest thing, honestly, is like when, you know, large, like large media companies, like, like scoop internal news, right? Mm. And it's like, it's like we were reading about what was happening to the IPO, like before the internal meeting was held, right? Like at the company, like the all hands, right? And I was like, wow, this, this is wild, right? And you know, while that was happening, you know, my, my kind of like the gears were turning for me, right. Because I was like, I was like, I don't think this is looking good. I don't think this IPO is happening. And I think this company is going to, you know, have to change direction, or at least I'm going to have to change direction. And then, you know, meanwhile, like Meet Walden, like the little side project that could like, was (laughs) delivering, you know, like decent, decent performance. Right. And, you know, I'm, I'm like an evidence led, uh, product person, right? And I was like, I was like, wait, this is like, this is kind of working, right? Like, I, I'm like, this is, there's something here, right? And, you know, at that point, like, we, you know, we already had one kid, right? Like, I had just, you know, I was like wrapping up this stint as an executive for this company, like, and like, we work was a big company, right? Yeah. It is a big company, like, it was like working corporate, yeah, like a cool corporate, you know, 100%. Uh, company, right? And. Then I was like, all right, I'm going to leave and I'm going to like really give this a shot. Right. And, you know, I was I had like full conviction that I was like going to make make it work. Right. Because like the evidence was there. Right. Like we had like built up some momentum and and, you know, it was yeah, it was like a shift from like a shift in mindset from like thinking about it as a side project to like making it, you know, attempting to make it like my full time game.
1: There are three questions that I get asked all the time by listeners of Behind The Stays. Number one, Zach, are you trying to imitate Guy Raz from NPR's interview style? Number two, Zach, do you really spend a dozen hours each week looking for the best Airbnb deals? And number three, Zach, is Guesty for Hosts really worth checking out? Well, friends, the answer to all three of these questions is, of course, yes. While there are many property management softwares on the market, I always encourage our listeners to check out Guesty for Hosts. Guesty's channel manager centralizes reservations across Airbnb, Verbo, and Booking.com to stay on top of your listings without having to hop back and forth between channels. Guesty's automation tools enable you to connect with guests in a meaningful, creative, and instant fashion. And Guesty's new and improved website builder allows you to create your own branded booking website in just minutes, which allows you to grow your brand and increase your direct bookings. And finally, Guesty is positioned well to grow with you. As your business grows, you can grow with Guesty for Pros by unlocking new features and offerings designed for larger portfolios. So here's the deal. If you're an STR host without a PMS system, or a host looking at exploring a new one, I've got a treat for you. The team at Guesty is giving behind-the-stays listeners and Spontaneous subscribers $20 off an annual or monthly plan for Guesty for Hosts when they use the discount code Spontaneous when signing up for a free 14-day trial. There's no credit card required. There's no setup fee. Uh, there's no commitment. So try it out and cancel anytime if you don't love it. Guesty for Hosts. They're the bestie of top-rated STR super hosts. All right, folks. Back to the show. And what was what like? What was the the evidence, right? That that you had in front of you that in, that indicated that was it purely just like oh my gosh wow like you know the sales that we're generating each month are just increasing by twenty percent month over month or two hundred percent month over month like what was it purely just the number of people buying the plans or were you getting like DMs and requests for other things or like I guess what what was the evidence that gave you the confidence to to make the shift? Yeah.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, I would say like, it's like a holistic set of factors, right? Okay. Like, you know, followership on Instagram was increasing, you know, activity was increasing. Like we had more engagement, more question, more DMs, yeah. right? Like more customer support questions, you know, sales were, sales were also increasing, right? Like, um, I can't remember on like what kind of sure. like what our month, our month growth was, but like, but you know, for, yeah, at the time I was like, I was like, yeah, if we can like my my first goal i remember i was like if we can just break a 1000k a month in revenue i'm like that would be it like, <laughs> <laughs> like that would that would make me happy right yeah. and we seeded that right um and yeah at that point it was like generating like a couple thousand bucks a month right and that was like enough right yeah. like yeah it certainly it certainly wasn't you know we weren't like ramen profitable right No, but it was but a like, signal it was
1: a, it was a true signal yeah
0: Truly. Exactly. Right. And like when you, you know, when you get people to like part with their money, right. And like, and they're happy about it and like, they end up doing something with it. Right. Like that's like the, probably the most compelling signal, right. Like we we weren't getting like requests for like, you know, refunds. People were like actually doing stuff with it or happy that they made the purchase. Right. So, so then, yeah, I was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to now seed this business with a, you know, some personal capital. And, you know, at the time it was kind of also like getting a little tired of the name Meet Walden because like it was, you know, there was like senior citizen centers called Meet Walden or Walden. (laughs) Everything is called Walden, right? In that category. There's the hospitality brands called Walden. Yeah. Like it's it's yeah. I was like we can't we can't do this. Right. So, you know spent a couple thousand bucks on like a new you know new brand and a new identity and worked with like a really really talented uh you know creative director art director in berlin um uh named philippe right and you know he uh he i sent him like a bunch of stuff like i had also like written this like i had written this you know 80 page like 100 page book at the time like i was like you know i, I had like all these like things that i could like send this person right and <laughs> Yeah, very quickly came back with the name Den and he's like, "Look, it's Den, it's like you called your first cabin, you know, the Fox Den." He's like, "Den also like is actually nested like in Walden, right? Like if you take away the other letters." And I'm ah. like, "Oh man, you're so clever." Nice. Um, yeah, when we had like the brand name like set you know I was like wow this is awesome we have like a really compelling brand right like and you know we went to market with like with more content more designs you know an improved website um and you know we also I remember like having to like switch the the name on Instagram like there's no easy way to switch a name on Instagram no, right like you no. it's like camp out like it's really difficult like there's it's and i remember being like really anxious being like "Ooh, can i do it exactly right and like time this exactly right and you know we launched in july of 2020 formally as den um and and yeah like we you know because we had like built up you know some momentum with that market test like we kind of knew what we were doing at the time right like we had a working knowledge to the category we also had you know some emails that we could we could um message to like that we launched we yep. had like people following us um you know on instagram and and yeah like because of that like you know there was there was interest you know in the launch right like you know dwell ended up writing us writing about us like within that first 30 days of like of us launching wow. right um, because you know we were offering you know beautiful architecture like a really really frictionless like click to buy you know uh, approach to like seeing what it looks like um and and yeah like that that was you know n- novel at the time right like um you know all of the other like house plan uh sites on on the internet were offering like you know just like old school american housing right yeah. like in in old school styles right yeah. and yeah. we were like, the first kind of out of the gate um with this stylistic category that we've been you know, pursuing ever since. And yeah, like when Dwell wrote about us, like it credentialed the business um, and, you know, we got more more traffic, more sales from that, right? And like that really kind of uh, set us down this like path of like having, you know, a ton of momentum. And, you know, I'd say like Den, you know, the the plans that we offer, like were, were really compelling, right? Um, and then in the fall of that year, we also started approaching, like selling a small scale prefab product, like little a-frames, um, okay. you know, that we just tried to make. We were like, we really want to kind of introduce people, more people to the joy of building. Right? Yeah. So, so, like, so, so what,
1: with- sorry, when you, when you first launch, right, when you, when you, yeah. when you switch, you're now Dan, you're Dan outdoors, you make, you switch yeah. your Instagram handle, you blast uh, your your email list, your, your yeah. current product offerings, just so, just so I'm hearing this correctly they were just, they were the same sort of like two designs that you had under meet Walden or, or were there additional designs at this juncture?
0: I think that we launched with probably like three or four additional designs. Three or four right? additional like, designs. Okay. Yeah. We have six SKUs in total. We okay. carried over the first two and then we launched with like a small, medium and large, maybe like an extra large a-frame and that was it. Right. Got it. Um, we still carry the a-frame designs like the bunk, the bunk plus, uh, and the weekender. I think that was maybe and maybe the A-frame house. Like okay. that's what we launched, right? And we've since sunsetted like the first the tiny and the slightly larger tiny. Okay. Um,
1: since And then you move and then you went so then you moved into this 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 prefab idea. And and where does I was
0: like does- yeah. I was like I I was like now that we launched I'm like I need a new challenge. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want I'm like I let's let's like see what it's like to, you know, um Yeah. Ship a prefab product. Right. Yeah. Uh, And COVID, you know, uh, COVID was kind of like, yeah, really like raging in the, in the country. And we like, we managed to connect with this fabrication shop that, you know, was doing a lot of, um, previously doing like a lot of like experiential marketing and like events build outs and like their entire kind of company, like had ground to a halt during COVID. So we were able to produce this prefab product and like do all all the R and D and prototyping around it, like really cheaply like as a startup. Um, and you know, we launched that in the fall of 2020. Um, and that was, you know, that was like really newsworthy, honestly, you know, like business insider wrote about it, like so many more publications, wrote about that. Um and Mike, and wh- was this who
1: who who was like the team at this juncture? Was it was it just you? Had you had you brought on other people at this juncture? Like
0: as you start getting it picked was, up,
1: yeah, who 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 yeah, is Den? It was, it
0: was, who is Den? Uh that is a great question, Zach. Um so yeah, prior to Den, I also ran my own company called mystery UX, which was like a software consultancy. So I'm like
1: great name I'm by the way. To, Wonderful name.
0: Yeah, thank you. Uh yes uh if i can just put like mr ux and den like on my (laughs) tombstone i'd be happy um you know i'm used to like building teams building remote teams um and like and just aligning people with different skill sets to like make something happen so in the early days then um we just had like you know a a number of different like freelance consultants you know tied to the business that were executing like within whatever lane we we needed them to, um, and that's like that's like what the what the composition of the team looked like um, in the early days, and uh, and yeah, like you know, uh, launched that pre- prefab product, got a ton more press like organically, right? Like right place, right time type situation, and like and you know, we were also like, I was just so so. Fucking stubborn, honestly, right? And like the problem like that that I noticed in the in the industry like then about prefab is that like, you know, everyone would would, you know, other other companies like would launch a prefab product and it'd be like vaporware. Yeah. You know, they would never they would never ship, right? (laughs) all would cover all these like different you know publications would like cover these like incredible looking prefab products but then you'd never you'd they'd never see the light of day right and i was (laughs) like and i was like if we if we launch this like we will we will there's no way we're not going to ship it right yeah and um and you know when we first launched like dave morin who's like the the chairman of of dwell media right uh you know uh, reached out to us and he's like, Hey, can I get a couple of these? And, and I was like, yeah, no, no problem. Like, we'll just ship it to you. Right. And you know, he, he, he has since told me, he's just like, he's like, yeah, the most surprising thing was that you said, yes, I'll ship it to you. And then they arrived like within two months. (laughs) And I was like, you don't know this about me. Right. Like there was, there was never a possibility that we were, we were not going to ship it. Right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we learned a lot doing that, right? Yeah. Like, you know, we created a product that was like, I think as simple as it could possibly be, you know, for DIY style, like pre, prefab con- construction, right? Yep. Like everything was like pre-milled, pre-drilled, pre-cut, right? Like everything interlocked perfect. Like the 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 production quality of this thing was like, was really, really, really high, right? And you know the 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 thing that we also kind of uncovered right during this this time frame which has since gone to inform like you know our current strategy and like what we're doing is that like is that there's there's really not that many people who are like fully prepared to di like diy build yeah. right and like it yeah. and you know i remember we spent so much time like trying to educate our customers and like prepare them for what was about to happen and you know like i think uh you know crate and barrel has kind of like ruined it for like for, for like diy prefab companies because like you know people think that like you're just gonna they're about to get like a sectional sofa and like you know like a white glove team is gonna like bring and, it to their yeah. living room. put it together like, yeah position
1: it perfectly yeah
0: yeah and i'm like and you know i'm like no we're about to send you three tons of worth of construction materials right like coming that trailer like no we're not going to carry it like a quarter mile into the woods where you actually want to put it right like and we just really spent a lot of time like educating people on like what it means to build something right Mm. and even as simple as the product was like you know people weren't like fully prepared for that right yeah yeah. um and you know it's just like a logistically hard business right like we were We were selling like one-off prefabs like nationally, right? Like those prefabs exist. Like there's like some in California, you know. There's like Montana. Like they're all over the place, right? You've got this like little pushpin map of like where all these like prefabs are. Um, But that was hard to do. Yeah, really, really hard.
1: Hey guys, it's Zach. If you're enjoying this episode, could you do me two very quick favors? First, this show is possible thanks to a handful of incredible organizations who've signed on to be advertising partners of Behind the Stays. It would mean the world to me if you'd take just a second to scroll down to the show notes and go learn more about this episode's sponsor. Even if you aren't in the market for agency support or a new PMS at the moment, it never hurts to be aware of who else is out there. And second, if you're listening to this episode on Spotify, could you be so kind as to give Behind the Stays a 5-star rating? And if you're on Apple Podcasts, could you submit a quick review and let me know what you love most about the show? I know it seems trivial, but these things really, really do help us grow the show. And just a reminder, that if you've ever got feedback from me on how to make the show better, shoot me an email directly at Zach, that's Z-A-C-H, at spontaneous.com. You all really are the best. I love receiving your emails and DMs. All right, so check out the sponsor and leave us a rating and a review, please. All right, guys, back to the show. You mentioned you you decided to go full time um, on on I almost said dwell on Den and you 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 kind of leave your day job right and you, and you do this in I believe you said it was like the summer of 2020 right and this is like yeah. obviously COVID's still like raging and everyone's still like locked down and whatnot um, and but but this funny thing is happening at the same time which is like. Everyone and their mother is starting to think about starting an Airbnb, right? Or, like, oh, like maybe, maybe I could go work from an Airbnb for a month. Or, hey, like, what if we just like went on the road and like stayed at a couple of Airbnbs and worked from there? Like, th- there was like this like cultural like ha- event that just like swept through. The nation, right, where people were thinking again and again, especially as COVID checks started coming out, right, like, and and you know, people people had a little bit more disposable income than they might have historically had, right. There there was so many like, there were so many factors, right, that was that were sort of like colliding at this particular moment in time. I'm curious, like, how how do you think, like, how did that affect you guys? Because what I would imagine is like, like, who, who were these early customers? Like, were they people that you would expect, or were they like in, an Instagram influencer that was like, hey. I want one of these cool cabins. Like, how do I get this done? Like, who? Like, how did I guess the 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 cultural and um, uh, uh, sort of like the, the cultural environment of the time? How did that affect kind of where where you all were and and what
0: you all were doing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you know, a lot of people uh, will say like, Hey, you know, Mike, like, right place, right time, like for the launch and like and for the launch of that prefab product. And and while that might be true, like, not many people know that for like a year or two, you know, I was like running this like market, this side project market test that like would ultimately become, you know, the business. It's not yeah. like I not like I yeah, opened up the New York Times and I was like, oh, COVID's happening. We should like launch a <laughs> cabin company. Right. Like <laughs> years of like dedication and passion, right? Like leading leading into the perfect, you know, perfect moment launch. But you know, I would say like the um, you know, as if you're like sophisticated investor, people are like constantly looking for businesses that like are propelled by great tailwinds, right? Like yep. market level tailwinds. And I think like for us, like that, that happened, right? As a result of not only COVID, but like, you know, uh yeah, changing behavior and like in uh in where people were working, right? Like the shift to remote work, right? Like a resurgence in like in uh being interested in like the outdoors and outdoor settings right yeah from cities at that point um and you know like all of that helped us tremendously right like because what it what it meant for us was just like was organic growth right like real true organic growth like and organic press like we launched that product. We didn't hire a PR company. Like we didn't like reach out to Business Insider. Like they just fo- found us. Yeah, and they were like, "Hey, we write about you, right?" Yeah, yeah. And like I think that's you know that's like what founders today like have to you know uh, hire PR companies for and like you know you've got to throw a ton of like resources and energy at at that to make it happen for your business and that stuff just happened you know like organically. Yeah, right. Like yeah. at that time, and like that's you know, that's, um, those are like the benefits that we, we saw then. Right. Um, and, and yeah, like that, you know, we're super thankful for that, like for, for those conditions to have happened, you know, because, uh, because yeah, that was like, you know, I ended up bootstrapping Dan, you know, from that like first, you know, small, like, like round of capital that I, that I threw into the business, like all the way up through to a seven figure business Wow! inside of, inside of Twelve months, essentially, right? Yeah, that's amazing, dude. Yeah, yeah, rocket ship at the time, right? Yeah, very impressive. Um, Yeah, yeah, and you know it was funny because after like after that first year, I was like, wow, you know, because like we earlier we talked about like you know the evidence that kind of gave me the confidence to even you know pursue Dan full time. And then after we ran the business for a year, I was like, wow, there's like, this is a really compelling business. And like, and, you know, we're going to, we're going to try to raise venture against it. Right. Yeah. And, you know, because at that point it was like, I was like, okay, like this is like a bootstrapper success story. Like we know we're going to, where we're going to go, like in terms of strategy. Right. And let me like give raising venture a shot. And I had never raised venture before. Um, and and i i felt like really confident about making it happen given what was happening to den and you know we were we were fortunate in that we had like a couple of warm intros you know and like had decent exposure um to the venture community uh but but man i got like told no like so many times like it just didn't happen like (laughs) my first time up that like everyone was like nope 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 and i'm like I'm like, what is happening? Like, oh God, look, look at, look at, like, like, look what we've done yeah. with like little no external capital inputs, right? Like, and everything, you know, everything is pointed in the right direction. Um, and I, I, I could not make it happen. Yeah. At that, yeah, this was like the summer of, yeah, this was like the summer of of 2021. Yeah, yeah. about like a year, a year after right like we launched you had gone full-time yeah yeah we had gone full-time and um and yeah like we uh yeah after like a couple weeks of like failed fundraising i was like fuck it i'm like i'm like over venture i'm like we're just gonna raise a small angel round and like we're just gonna make this happen right <laughs> and uh amazingly like through another amazing coincidence right like um we had developed a relationship with uh, Jimmy Kimmel who was like, who, you know, was really interested in like in our, our a-frame designs and like our business. And, and he, he came in like as an angel on, on Den, Right. And like, we were able to, we were able to raise like a, a small, you know, uh six figure angel round. And that was like enough, you know, because like, wow. at that point like, the business was profitable, right? Like, Um, you know, we needed more working capital, you know, to just, you know, continue to build out the team and, and just accelerate, you know, our growth. Um, but like on a, on a pretty small angel round, you know, we ended up, uh, we ended up hiring uh, a couple folks into the business. Um, and you know, went from like, you know, solo founder, uh, working (laughs) with like a bunch of freelancers to like a small team, which was like amazing. Yeah. Um, and we also had like enough working capital you know, to give me the confidence to like to make those like full time full time
1: offers. Yeah,
0: right? which yeah, is, which great. So, um, and and yeah, that's like that brought us essentially through to the, uh, what is that? Like the winter? Yeah, the winter of 2022. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we yeah, we're, it's like the winter slash spring of 2023 now, right? So like, so from when we you know made those hires through to now. And, like, when we raised that angel round and made those hires through to now, you know, what we've done, right, is, well, first, we've, like, we've worked on, um, you know, we've worked on this, like, incredible project with with Jimmy and, like, his business partner out in Idaho, right? Like, we're building this, like, 20,000 square foot development of, like, of 10 of our, uh, of our A-frame designs. Wow. Um, the A-frame family, right? Like, and, you know, because we had this, like previous prefab experience, like we actually ended up like prefabbing that development and like shipping, you know, all of it like to to Idaho, right? Which is like <laughs> a really, really uh, a cool, you know, like we're like, hey, by the way, 10, you know, 10 of these homes are coming to you right now.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: And yeah. And like we put the put the whole thing together. Right. So like we, you know, we we created it and we shipped that project, right? Um, we've continued to build out, you know, our our design catalog, right? Like we have like over 30 SKUs now. Um, and we, we, you know, we came came up with like, with the, the, the strategy that like would, would ultimately yield us like unlocking like our first, um, you know, our first formal venture round. Right. Um, and you know, everything happens for a reason, Zach, I know it's cliche to say, right. But like, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the relationships that we made in like that first attempt to raise vent- venture like we kept and you know we kept in touch and involved them and um and one in particular like you know we spent a bunch of time with and you know we would just send them like our data right we, we we'd send them like our like internal documents like yeah q2 report like yeah and there was like shitty looking you know internal documents like nothing <laughs> was like Nothing was like formatted for like for, you know, external consumption, but we were just like here. This yeah. is like what we're doing. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, this is what the business looks like like with no lipstick, you know, just like it's like this is it, like in the unvarnished view, right? And um and we ended up like we ended up connecting with our lead investor like without actually having to pitch them because huh. they were just like the the data is so compelling And you guys are operating at like such a high level, even though, you know, your documents look like shit. Like, you know, the the strategy is good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, and we ended up, uh, yeah, we ended up signing uh, a firm called gutter capital that's out in, in New York. Uh, It's Dan Taron and and James Gettinger, right? Like who are formerly like of the, the managed by Q, like we work family of companies. Um, and, yeah, we like we got our lead investor like done like without any significant pitching. Wow. Um and I think we got them like fully signed like in September of of uh this past year, yeah. right? And then they were like, Oh great, like you guys should now work to fill out the round and pitch a little bit more. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I thought we avoided all that. So then, <laughs> then I went, you know, through uh Another round of fundraising, right? And at this point, like, you know, I had already built up like a little bit of scar tissue on like the first round, you know, and we clarified, you know, we clarified a lot about the business like over a year of operating it. And like we knew exactly what we were going to do, right? Yeah. Um, And I still got a lot of no's, honestly, um, but the no's were different this time because like, you know, the, the macro conditions like in the economy and in the housing industry, you know, were were really challenging. Right. Yeah. It wasn't like, you know, it was a very, a very like the trend was like macro, essentially yeah, sure. like macro. Sure, like, sure. We're not gonna invest in a housing company right now. Right. Um, and then like shortly before Thanksgiving, we ended up connecting with a another f- uh firm, uh Crossbeam VC, um, who would effectively be like our co-lead, right? Wow. Um And we ended up raising three million bucks in total between them and a couple angels. um, And, you know, that that represents like our first, you know, uh, formal seed round as a business.
1: Last minute cancellations suck, and that's why we built Ping. Ping makes it easy for guests to be notified when their favorite Airbnbs become available. Ping is a simple widget that lives on your website or your direct booking site and allows your fans and followers to sign up and be notified if their preferred dates become available. Here's how it works. Jimmy sees that you're booked the whole month of October, but he wants to be notified if any three night window in the month becomes available. Jen is a returning guest and she wants to be notified if any week in June, July or August becomes available. In a matter of seconds, Jimmy and Jen fill out the simple form and they will be pinged if the requested dates become available. And as a host, you will immediately get pinged via email with Jimmy and Jen's contact information and requested dates, which enables you to build up your own database of guest email addresses. Ping is what the best Airbnb hosts use to maximize bookings. You can get access to our beta pricing with plans that start at just $39 a year at bnbping.com. Again, that's bnbping.com. What was it that you were pitching? Like what, like, so how do you go from, right? So, uh, you know, a a venture business, right? When I think about a venture business, I don't think about, I don't think about you know a company that's selling some designs and maybe even like one or two prefab uh, uh, homes as like as like you know a, a venture business. So so what what was it with respect to kind of growth that you all that you all saw uh, be, beyond wanting to you know expand the team, probably expand some 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 of your SKUs, but like what were yeah. you pitching these investors about what okay. you were trying to build?
0: It's a great question, right? So like so um, so as I said before, right? Like I am like a very evidence driven person, right? Yeah. And like the number one question our customers had asked us for like 18 months, right? Was like, who can you, who can you help me? Like, who can you send to me to like help me build this thing, right? Like, ah. or who can, I, do you have any builder referrals, right? Like, yes. who, like who's going to actually do it for me, right? And like, you know, we, having like launched that prefab product, we realized that like, customers aren't going to DIY it. Right. And like most of the time, most of the time our customers like buy our, our, uh, digital plans. Right. Like they're, I would say like almost 90, 99 out of a hundred times, it's like a builder supported project.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: And, uh, maybe more, it's like 999 out of a thousand times, you know, it's like, it's like, there's very few people who are, who like have the, have the patience for like DIY something that's like as complicated as a house. Right. Um, so that was like the number one question, you know, that we were asked, uh, over, over the course of 18 months. Yeah. And like that really led us to, um, to the strategy of like building uh, a marketplace, right. Building a platform and a marketplace, right. That, uh, essentially connected, you know, people who wanted to build cabins and homes to the builders that could do it in local markets. Right. Beautiful. And, Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And it's as simple as that. Right. And, you know, because I have this software background, you know, like building out the, the, the product and platform strategy, was kind of like, it was something that I could like lean into pretty easily. Um, You know, building out the business model. It was something that like was, was, you know, pretty kind of intuitive for us. Right. And, you know, it's really simple. Like we're like, we're, you know, Den is moving in the direction of, of being like a dating app for builders. Right. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and like the 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 kind of unique thing that we're um, that we're doing that's different, I think, than like an Angie's List or a Thumbtack or a yeah. house, is is that um, is that we've gotten really good at like producing these digital plans and like the construction documents and like all the materials lists, like everything that goes into like building building the house. So like, unlike a Thumbtack or an Angie's List that just like has you fill out a form and like you know, kind of does like a loose handshake between like you and the service provider. Like what we're doing is we are really like aligning the customer and the builder to like the exact design, the exact specifications, like every single detail, like down to the doorknobs, like down to the appliance. package, Beautiful. Right. So oh, there's God. no, yeah. you know, there's no, there's no way to kind of like wobble, right. Around like what, what, you know, you, you want and, or what's going to be built for you. Right. Um, which is unique in the in the custom home construction world, right? Because like a lot of the times, like when you approach, you know, building a custom home, like a lot of those details haven't been figured out yet. Right. Yeah. So, so the owner is like, is like, hey builder, I spent like, you know, the weekend on Home Depot.com looking up like different <laughs> jobs. What do you think about this? And the is like, I don't care, just pick one. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Back and or, forth, right? Between, or like, or, yeah. or, or also
1: just like the, the estimates of like what it's going to actually going to cost to do something, right? Like a lot of the people that I have <laughs> on this show, they've built custom A-frames or they built custom cabins from the ground up. And you know, every single one of them is like, yeah, this was like four times as expensive at the end of the day, as I thought it would be going into it. If, if they, He's, if yeah. they can work with, 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 you know, your, one of your product offerings, for instance, right. I would imagine, right. That your costs at the offset, uh, at the, you know, uh, uh, the, uh, the on front, so to speak of the project are much higher clearer. If you do really understand what the plan is, who's building it, you can probably have a much more accurate sort of like estimate going into the build is is what I would imagine.
0: Exactly. Right. Like we have, we have essentially like, so we spent the past couple of months, like R and D'ing a capsule collection, right. That we're, that we're launching built by Den, uh, this new service with, right. And built by Den, uh, Zach, this is, this is perfect timing because this, new service is actually going live today for me. Ah, beautiful. I love it. Yes. Yeah, it's great, right? Like, we're pushing the button on, like, the the email to, like, all of our customers, like, I think shortly after after this (laughs) uh, this interview. Um, So it's called Built by Den, right? And we have spent months really just trying to get to, like, like a very, like, highly granular, like, atomic-level understanding of, like, what goes into a house, right? Like, down to, like, yeah, like I said, down to the towel bar, honestly, in the bathroom. Like that is already pre-picked and like sitting in one of our buy lists for, for, you know, a builder to just purchase and, and execute, you know, uh, in, in the bathroom on your behalf. Right. Um, and yes, what that means, you know, for, for us and for the customer is, you know, I think at a high level, like we are able to deliver on timeline certainty and cost certainty way better than anyone else. Yeah. Without having to deliver a prefab product. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, there's a lot of benefit, right? Like, you know, you move faster because, like, you're not, you know, you're not going back and forth with the builder on, like, what to implement, right? Um, uh, you know, you, yeah, you have a better sense of upfront cost, right? Like, and what we're doing as, as a business, honestly, is, like, is, you know, there are some variable costs in construction. Of right? course. Like, you don't, you know, some properties are big, some properties are small, some properties are in between, like, a driveway you know uh sometimes short or longer right like and there are different site conditions that like may impact things like uh well septic and foundation
1: right absolutely so like yeah you
0: and you don't really know until like you put a shovel into the ground right yeah. um so on the on on the variable costs like we you know we built up a pretty good data set that gives us like uh higher confidence like forecasted costs on those and what we're doing on the construction itself is from the foundation up we are offering a guaranteed maximum price right wow um, and that yeah that is wow. because we've done the hard yards in like understanding like what goes in to the project right so like we're able to um you know deliver that confidently um to our customers right and like and yeah right now like we're already onboarding customers like in our launch market which is the Hudson Valley Um, we actually just, uh, we just signed some contracts like earlier this week, uh, which is great. Um, and we haven't even launched yet. Right. (laughs) So... Yeah, uh, this is amazing yeah, so i what, what yeah I, I think i
1: uh, i might have mentioned this to you over email mike but um it was is funny so my wife and i uh i so i went and i did this um interview with isaac french um who is you know the the creator of live oak lake and i came back from that and i know that like there's you know, some you know he some some history where he's like use that he at least used your designs for inspiration or something your, your designs look like or his designs look like you're all's designs but anyways I, I came back from that trip right and i um i told my wife i was like oh my gosh we have to do this um, in, in the Shenandoah. Like, we got to do something like this, right? And literally, we felt like, and I was like, I, I'm pretty sure there's a company like called Den that does this. So we went to your website. We were looking through your plans. We found several that we liked. We were going to do, do you have one called like the Farmhouse or something? Or it's like, um, not the Farmhouse. It, it's basically uh it's like a it's like a larger cabin and then there was like a small like office one i don't even remember what they were called but anyways we picked three that we were like okay we could do this with you know this amount of acreage in the shenandoah and then the thing that held us up was i was like okay but like then like i don't know anything about like builders in the shenandoah like i don't know i wouldn't know who to trust i wouldn't know who to talk to like we don't have the time in our lives right now to like essentially date builders, right? And so literally the thing that was like the biggest holdup to us moving forward with this project was the fact that we couldn't just click buy and have a builder execute these plans and you guys just like solved for that which is like ridiculously exciting um since then i we you know we we bought a condo and so we'll we'll have to wait on this project but but the point being like literally i remember thinking like why can't like den should just let us like click buy and they should do the work of finding us like the perfect builder and it's of course you guys are 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 doing just that so this is like yeah. this is like incredibly exciting
0: Yes, we are. We're at least one step ahead of you on this one. But yes, I, I, you know, and in addition to like finding the builder, like what, um, you know, what we're doing as a company, right? Is, you know, we're not just, you know, we're not just making an introduction, right? Yeah. And then like sending you down, down, down the path, hmm. right? Like then actually uh, provides you know twenty four seven project support overlaid on top of like every single project, right? So you're actually not. You don't even need to interface with the builder themselves. You can actually interface with someone on the on the DEN team, right? And like ask them whatever, you know, whatever question you might have. Um, and you know, what we're really trying to do, right, is like just provide yeah, just like a new a new level of service and experience yeah. on of custom home development that like no one has ever seen before. Right. Yeah. So like we're, we're you know, what we're trying to do is like have someone kind of buy, buy a home, right? Like as easily as they would buy a car. Um, so, you know, we're developing technology now where, you know, we'll launch it on our website in the coming months that does exactly that. Um, and you know, like I said, instead of just like being like, okay, here's the intro, like, bye, good luck. Like, you know, we're providing this, this project and like quality assurance layer on top of the entire thing through to like when we can actually give you the keys and you can begin to move into the home. Wow. Um, and you know, for us, like, there's, you know, there's a lot of talk in this industry about like about the benefits of prefab, and certainly there are, um, you know, within certain markets, right? Um, but you know, for us, like, we're able to um, really just like, you know, deploy nationally, like, deploy and help builders nationally. Honestly, like, with this particular approach, like, a, a lion's share of the 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 proceeds of the the construction. Go into the builder's pocket. Sure. Like, sure. Yeah. So we're enabling local economies, enabling like, you know, local businesses, right? And like, and once you're done with like the first, you know, with your core core den build, it's like if you want to build a gazebo, if you want to build something else, if you want like to extend your deck, it's like you know the builder. Yeah. They live in your, right? Like, follow on project, right? Beautiful. yeah, we're enabling that, right? Um, so, you know, for us, like, we feel good about the fact that, like, that we're helping, you know, like, smaller construction businesses really, like, in some cases, yeah, just, like, punch punch above their weight, right? Like, because they can tap into, you know, like, our our customers, like, everything that Dan has done, like, from a brand perspective, like, the quality of our designs and our, you know, our construction assets, right? And then also, like, they, they can, you know, uh, work in confidence that, like, that, you know, Den is here to, like, advocate, you know, on the customer's behalf and the builder's behalf. And, like, there's essentially a referee, like, you know, during the match, like, until it's (laughs) over, right? Which is is unique and useful, right? Totally, totally
1: totally unique and totally useful i i have a like a couple final questions for you mike one, one is just around like your, your your customer base like who 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 is like the perfect den customer right now so obviously you've got jimmy kimmel and you're doing this incredible cool project with him in, in idaho uh are from from what i have seen like and again i i'm pretty well versed now in like the the airbnb sort of like cabin space and i recognize several people that i've had on this show who've again used den designs but like like are your are your customers like people that are starting their first like short-term rental are your customers people that are trying to build a collection of short-term rentals from the get-go or are people living in dens full-time like like who 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 is like your your core customer
0: yeah yeah no yeah really really easy i mean like you know for us like our core customer is uh you know, uh, uh, a young person, a young professional person, right? Like that lives in a city um, that likely rents in that city. And that like, wants to really start to dabble in like real estate as an asset class. Right. And the idea of ownership is really, really important to them. Right. And you know, they're taste driven. Right. So they don't want to just like go and buy existing, like vinyl sided inventory. (laughs) right? That's not like the dream for them. Um, and, you know they approach us because they want they've taken kind of like a second home first uh you know investment strategy yep. right yeah and you know, they th- we intentionally design you know everything with what we call a like crossover appeal right like you can live in it you can rent it right like it would it would do well in kind of both contexts right so you know for this young person that wants to or a young couple right that like wants to uh own you know something outside of a city center um, you know, they can also uh confidently know that like they can rent it and likely you know uh make up or exceed their carry cost on yeah, the asset. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, just like short term rental, right? So I would say like most most of our customers kind of like fit like yeah. in that in that kind of um uh that segment, right? Yeah. That said, like, you know, we do have a lot of like crossover um with the short-term rental community, right? Because like Because, you know, what what anyone who either runs, yeah, like, one, two, small portfolio of properties, right, like, can easily recognize if, like, you go to our Instagram, right, and just, like, scroll through it, you know, like, you can see which one of our designs, like, actually gets more engagement than others, right? Yeah, yeah. Short-term rental operator, you can be like, great. I'm going to like, I want this one because it like this particular, I mean, we had like a post the other day that got like over 30,000 organic likes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like I'm going to build that because yeah. people like it and people will want to stay in it. Right. Like it's de-risked from like a, from great like market a research.
1: Term.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, if you're a short-term rental operator, like, you know, you're going to have to figure out like, you know, how to balance like budget and, and, uh, you know, cost per key, like all that stuff. But like, you know, very simply, like you could go to our Instagram profile, scroll down and be like, we're going to build this one. And like probably anticipate like better than average occupancy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, another product. Right. Um, and, and yeah, that's really compelling for people that are doing it with like, with commercial intent. Yeah. Right. Because, you know, not only do they know that the product works, right, out in the open market, but, like, they also have the support of our brand, yeah. right? So, like, any short-term rental operator, you know, that wants to feature our designs, like, we co-market, yeah, right? like Yeah, we've got We've got, like, projects in Big Bend happening now, you know, like, we've got a bunch of projects that are, um, that we're launching this year, um, and, you know, we're here to help enable, uh, you know, operators that want to use our, our designs.
1: Yeah, yeah dude uh mike this has been this has been amazing i i'm so inspired first and foremost by you and and what you're you're building at den uh you guys are doing something truly unique and it's been a privilege talking to you and and hearing a little bit more about your story and where you guys are at right now and and most importantly like what you're building for the future and so if you're listening to this and you want to learn more about mike and and the the den team we'll have links to uh, den's website to their instagram all that fun stuff in the show notes below so just scroll on down if you're not already following den if you don't do anything else just follow Den because they have like great 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 content uh, but sir thank you so much for your time it's been a, it's been a real privilege
0: um, li- likewise Zach it's great to hang out with you um, uh, and yes uh, you know just saying hello to everybody that uh, that listens in um, and yeah thanks for following along with the Den story.
1: Okay, that was kind of weird, but um, we're gonna roll with it. Subscribe, um, and thanks in advance. All right, everyone, see you next time.